0: Welcome to Senior Class on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. You've graduated from the workforce and made it to retirement, so go to the head of the class. Senior Class Radio is your source for senior citizen-related topics, information, and entertainment. Now it's time for Senior Class on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk.
1: And good Sunday morning to you. My name is Russell Mills. Thanks for tuning in for Senior Class today, where we talk about, well, life and living in your golden years or living with folks in their golden years. Our host, he's chairman of the board for Sunshine Care Partners right here in Tulsa, Mr. Rusty McMurray. Good morning, sir.
2: Good morning, senior class. Thanks for tuning in today. As always, we have a great show in store for you today. We have the good folks from the Humane Society of Tulsa on the show today. We're going to talk about pets, adoption, and and much, much more. But first, I want to welcome live to our virtual studios, my co-host, the owner of Moore Funeral Homes, Dr. Joe Moore. Moore th- uh, Dr. Moore, thank you so much for being on today's show. Good morning, Rusty. Great to be on with you. Hi, Russell.
1: Hello, Dr. Joe. Yeah, good to it's hear great you. great
2: to have you back. And and Dr. Moore, you take quite a bit of time during the week to seek out phenomenal guests for our senior class show, and this week is no different. So can you do the honor of welcoming our guest to the show today?
3: I'd be delighted to do just that. Uh, Troy Ita is the uh, the operations and outreach coordinator at the Humane Society of Tulsa. His wife, Michelle, is the executive director there. As a team, they've been involved in rescuing dogs and cats for the last eight years. Troy is also a dog behavior specialist for the Humane Society and works with all different types of behavior. Troy and Michelle started their rescue efforts in Houston, Texas at Montgomery County Animal Shelter and now bring their life-saving experience to Tulsa. Troy, welcome to the show. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you
4: so much for having me.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, we are so it, excited to have you a part of the show.
4: Well, I'm yeah. excited Tro- to be here. That's, that, pet, talking about pets is my passion, and I'm happy to share my experience with you guys.
3: Well, it's clear that it is your passion, Troy. And what led you to get involved in animal rescue and adoption initially?
4: It, it, it was an interesting experience. I had taken my children to the animal shelter to just volunteer for the day, uh, knowing that you know, it's a good experience for the kids to have. And, and we went and spent the day in the shelter, uh, walking the dogs and, and working with the pups and, and doing that type of thing. And as we were leaving there was this little five-month-old puppy sitting on the front deck that looked at me and said, hey, uh, I'm going home with you. (laughs) I looked around a bit, and I said, really, you are? And I put my arms around that kid, and he was the first of six animals that we have in our house right now. We have uh, five rescue dogs, and we have a rescue cat that we just rescued that that somebody had turned in because it was overweight, and we've got a beautiful 25-pound cat that we're
3: working on helping lose some weight. (laughs) <laughs> so we're having fun at our house. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, Troy, let's get right into the the uh, question a lot of our listeners are interested in. And what are some of the benefits of owning a pet for seniors?
4: You know, it's uh, we get to work with so many different people across the board. And, and you know, we can face it. Getting older sometimes can be lonely. Uh, loved ones, friends can move or, or pass away. It becomes increasingly difficult to leave the house, especially in the situation that we're in now. Um, and participate in those activities, but a benefit is definitely pet ownership for companionship. And we know animals can help reduce stress, it can lower blood pressure, it can increase social interaction and physical activity. Um, Dogs and cats live very much in the now, they don't worry about tomorrow, so it's very much a sense of now that that can rub off on folks.
3: As as a medical professional, I've been interested for a long time in the health benefits of, of owning a pet. And I know, as you mentioned, that uh, uh, pet owners have, tend to have uh, lower blood pressure, be- better cardiovascular health, even better immune function, better sleep, uh, lower stress levels, uh, and better emotional well-being, uh, that is, lower levels of depression and anxiety. And, you know, all those things are very, very useful from a medical standpoint for, for people that own pets. Absolutely. Having
4: a, having a dog or a cat in the home uh, that you're interacting with that you're walking on a regular basis or you're just having some, some physical interaction with, that companionship that happens really de- de- decreases that depression level that, that can occur oftentimes. Um, making sure you're choosing the right pet makes a big difference. And, and staying active are all of those things that help just kind of have an astounding effect on on those symptoms of depression and and feelings of loneliness.
2: That's really true. And I can concur with that. You know, it's kind of funny, Troy, you said you had uh, six animals in your house. I do as well. I have two rescues, actually three rescues here in the house. And you made mention a little earlier that they were your kids and they do actually become part of your family. And the pet that you adopt or that you foster you really have that never ending bond. Can you talk a little bit about the bond between human and pet and the importance of that social interaction a little bit further?
4: When you work with and one of the things that I get to do is I work with I work with dogs um, I'm a behavior specialist. I get to work with all different types of behavior for the humane society. Um, I'm the guy that jumps in and, and works with the ones that are they're having some fear struggles or fear issues like that. When a connection happens, and and that's how I'm sure it was for you and it is for me, every one of the animals that are in my house I I had a connection with. The animal kind of picked me. And now in the home, I've got not only companions, I've got protectors. I've got folks that look after my house. I've got, you know, the dogs will let me know when somebody's here. Um, But that that feeling when you're sitting on the couch and, and, you know, maybe you've had a tough day. And your dogs, and for me it's it's five, come and climb on the couch with you and, and lay their head onto your, your lap and say, you know what, Dad, it's going to be okay. That changes your day. That changes your world. And it makes it a situation where you start to feel just happy. And that's one of the interactions that happen between uh pets and their owners and and like you said they are my kids that's that's for sure I, I take good care of them I might have one or two that are overweight because they get too many treats but hey I take good care of those kids
3: <laughs> that is true. unconditional Dr. love Mark. is the, is the term I've I've heard uh, that's what you get from a pet is unconditional love and that's good for you on so many levels I got to tell you that that unconditional love is
4: is really an amazing thing to see because it doesn't doesn't matter what's going on um, in your world, your, your dog, your cat, they just love you. And, and this is one of the lessons as, as human beings we have to learn. And I think that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, their, their lives are so short. Is they already know how to love unconditionally. And that's a lesson they're trying to teach us. And my pups do a good job of teaching it to me on a daily basis.
2: That is true. Troy, can you tell us a little bit about the difference between the Humane Society of Tulsa and the different city and county shelters that are scattered throughout northeastern Oklahoma. What's the primary difference?
4: So in your shelter situations and, and here in the Tulsa area and throughout Oklahoma, your municipalities all have animal shelters that they're responsible for. Most people you know, may refer to those as, as the pound um, is a common term. That's what most municipalities have to have to take care of the stray animals, stray dogs, stray cats that come through. Uh, Tulsa Animal Welfare is one of the local ones here. Jenks has a shelter. Sand Springs, Owasa, they all have local shelters to take care of their municipalities. Most of the challenges that they find are just underfunded. There's not a whole lot that goes into making sure that those guys have, have what they need. So the Humane Society What we do is we pull animals from those shelters. We work on getting them out in three different areas. We work on getting them adopted. Um, We get them out to foster care. um, And sometimes we'll send them out on transports. We've got a transport coming up, and we send animals from the Tulsa area out to areas where they don't have the kind of stray problems that we have. They'll go all the way to Michigan. They go to Denver, Colorado. They go out to uh, Portland, Maine. So some of these areas where they don't have stray dog problems because of the the winters that they have, uh, those guys are are happy to receive them, and and those animals get adopted out into great homes. So last year, the Humane Society uh, was able to transport over 2,500 animals uh, out of state into new homes in different
1: areas of the country.
2: That is amazing.
1: All right, gentlemen, we need to take a quick time out, but I know you may have questions about your fur babies or maybe you'd like to uh, get involved with the Humane Society of Tulsa. I'm sure Troy would love to answer your questions. So if you got any questions for us this morning, you can text us at 95920 or if you like, you can give us a call. The number is 918-460-KRMG. That's 460-5764. You're listening to Senior Class. We are live and local in the big city of Tulsa on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to Senior Class here on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. I want to take just a moment to talk about the power outages that are ongoing. PSO still reporting 14,000 of them from our windstorm overnight. Folks, it's going to be super hot today. If you do not have air conditioning, the city of Tulsa does have cooling stations. Just get online and Google that, Tulsa Cooling Stations, if you need a place to cool down today. PSO working very hard to get those restored welcome back to senior class let's bring in our host he's chairman of the board for sunshine care partners mr rusty mcmurray got power at your house sir yes
2: we do yes we do and hey russell could you do me a favor for the folks that are listening on their battery powered radios because they don't have power might you find a phone number for our listening audience that can call that they can call and get maybe a list of those cooling stations if they don't have internet access at their homes. That way, we might be able to give that out in the next hour or two. I'll for make those it really senior easy for class you, members. Make yes, really easy for your
1: brother. Make it real easy for you, brother. 211. 211. Call 211 and they will hook you up with the nearest cooling station and, uh, and may even be able to help you uh, figure out what your power might be back on. And by the way, traffic signals out in South Tulsa, I noticed mm-hmm. as I was driving in this morning, I mean out, out, not flashing, out. That is a four way stop, folks. Just so, you know,
2: yes, now Dr. Moore, can just can we take a segue real quick and explain the importance to our senior class members who may be struggling through lack of power and lack of air conditioning? Why it's so important that they take advantage of these cooling stations?
3: Well, you can become dehydrated pretty quickly in temperatures like this, and so it's really important to, to find a place that's cool enough to prevent that and drink plenty of fluids. You got you to gotta maintain hydration during uh, days like this. Exactly. Well,
2: I want to uh, welcome back everybody to the show. Dr. Moore has put together a phenomenal show, as always, for us. And we have folks from the Tulsa Humane Society on the show today, and we're talking about our fur baby. So, Dr. Moore, could you take a moment and reintroduce our special guest on today's show? I'm delighted to.
3: Troy Eta is the Operations and Outreach Coordinator with the Humane Society of Tulsa. Uh, his wife, Michelle, there is the executive director, and they've been involved in rescuing dogs and cats for eight years uh, and do a wonderful job here. Uh, we've been talking about their col- collaboration that they that they do. They work with the SPCA and I know some other uh, organizations around town. T- uh, Troy, tell us about how you collaborate with some of the other organizations involved with pet uh, rescue.
4: One of the things that's really important uh, in the animal rescue world is we can't do it alone we have a lot of partners there's a lot of folks out there that are involved from oklahoma alliance for animals to the tulsa spca to all of your local shelters our local rescuers we all work together to, to save these animals to pull them into our care to make sure they're getting into to the right homes or getting out on transports working with these organizations together that's how we attack, you know, some of the challenges that we face in our area with, you know, uh, probably 150, uh, 400, you know, 150 to 200,000 pets. It, you know, just in the Tulsa area, we find the animal shelters locally will probably take in more than 15,000 animals every year. So oh, that's goodness a lot of work. Gracious.
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it really is. So with that, uh, Troy, can you explain to our listening audience? the difference if you want to volunteer as a foster parent or an adoption parent for these fur babies?
4: Sure. Fostering in a lot of cases is what we do to help alleviate some of the pressures, especially at this time of the year when uh, cats, this is uh, the mating season for cats. Obviously we kind of have a year round mating season, but right now the shelters are full. A lot of them are at their, their peak from their numbers for the year, so they're looking for fossils. And that's somebody that can help take in animals just for a short period of time um, to help them get to a weight or to a size or an age where they can be spayed and neutered um, so they can be adopted. In a lot of cases, like right now, uh, we've taken in over 100 cats, a lot of kittens in the last few weeks. Uh, In about four weeks, we've taken over just 100 into our care and I know all the shelters are feeling the same. So somebody that can take these small kittens that aren't big enough yet can hold on to them for two or three weeks till they get up to weight. We can get them spayed and neutered and get them adopted. Fostering is a great way to do it if you have, haven't ever had pets before. This is just a short-term commitment. Where adoption is, you're saying,
3: this one's going to be a part of our family forever. Troy, for those who are looking to add a pet... Uh, what should they be talking and thinking about?
4: Well, that's a that's a great question, and there's a couple of things that I consider that I work with folks on a regular basis when it comes to adopting. I, I ask just kind of a handful of questions. Are is that person really set in their ways? Is if you're not open to change because owning a pet can change your lifestyle a little bit, that may not be the best candidate. Adoption really can affect your whole daily routine. So if you're open to that change, let's take a look at it and let's talk about it. Have you had a pet before? If you've owned a pet in the past, that kind of helps you make that decision a little bit easier. If you're open to new experiences, first-time owners um, can still be great owners. Uh, Any disabilities or functional limitations, you know, dogs specifically need, you know, some outside time need to be walked. If that's not a situation for you, maybe a cat um, is a better animal to adopt. A number of things that I'm going to look at there. Let's look and find the right pet to match your lifestyle. You know, maybe the the puppy that's going to be very high energy might not match the lifestyle as well as the older dog who's been in, you know, four or five, six, seven years old. Um, Those guys make great companions. So happy to have the home and they make great companionship. And in a lot of cases, our seniors are home uh, most of the day, so that bonding happens really fast.
2: Okay, so for our listening audience, Troy, before we go to the bottom of the hour break, what where can they go online or make a phone call to get more information about adoption or foster? You can call the Humane Society of Tulsa. You can go to our website at tulsapets.com.
4: Uh, We've got a a wealth of information on the website at TulsaPets.com. You can also call us at 918-495-3647. That's
2: 918-495-DOGS. Russell, it's about time for a break. What do folks need to do if they have a question for our special guest today?
1: Absolutely. You can text us at 95920 with your questions, or if you like, you can give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. That's 918-460-5764. You're listening to Senior Class, and we're live and local in the big city of Tulsa on a Sunday morning on 1023-KRMG. On a Welcome back to senior class here on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm Russell Mills. Remember, if you have any questions for us today, you can text those questions in at 95920 or give us a call. At 918-460-KRMG, that's 460-5764. Keeping track of the power outage situation, they're down to about 13,000. They've got about 1,000 people restored just in the last hour, so hopefully they get everybody back online. Please welcome back our host. He's chairman of the board for Sunshine Care Partners, Mr. Rusty McMurray.
2: Good morning, senior class. Thanks for tuning in today. We have a special guest live in our virtual studios. We have the good folks from the Humane Society of Tulsa talking about adopting pets and fostering pets. And if you want more information on how you can participate, go to TulsaPets.com. The site's easy to remember. It's TulsaPets.com. I'd like to welcome live to our virtual studios, my co-host, Dr. Joe Moore from Moore Funeral Homes. Joe, thanks once again for inviting a phenomenal guest to talk about such an important topic.
3: Well, it's great to be on the show and it's great to have Troy with us. Troy, uh, you mentioned a concept earlier of matching a pet to a particular individual or family, and that seems like that would be a very important concept. Uh, we've heard, for instance, that sometimes seniors prefer older animals to younger animals. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, it, it's
4: something that tends to fit pretty well. A lot of the questions that I ask are tell me about your lifestyle, tell me about the place that you live. Um, you know, are you comfortable walking an animal? I've got animals. I have a, I have a beautiful dog right now, a, a four year old Tennessee Tree Brindle. That is just Her name is Mama Bear. She's sweet, but she's not really interested in a whole lot of exercise. She's pretty happy to come out and get some love, and then she (laughs) wants to just relax. So matching the adopter's personality to the personality of the animal, when you're in the right place and you've got a good adoption counselor that can ask a few questions and make sure that we're matching up the right personality, uh, that makes a huge difference uh, in the success of those adoptions.
2: It it really does. And I want to share with everyone a a quick story of how I ended up adopting one of our rescue animals is that uh, an elderly individual had purchased a puppy, which the puppy was beautiful. You know, it was a big bundle of white fur. She was retired. She thought it would be a great companion. But lo and behold, she had gotten a great Pyrenees, which is a herding dog, a very large dog. And with those particular dogs, they like to stand next to you. And you have a hundred plus pound dog standing next to you and don't realize they're standing next to you. She found herself falling over the dog a couple of times. It wasn't that the dog was out of control or too hyper. It was just not a dog that was suitable for her. So rather than going to the Pyrenees rescue for foster, we just simply adopted um, Juno, which is now a part of our family and introduced her to our other dogs. So it is really important to think about the lifetime commitment and working with the counselor to make sure that you adopt the perfect pet. Because, Troy, sometimes we just don't know what questions to ask when we're considering adoption or fostering a pet.
4: And you make a great point. One of the things that we really want to be aware of is we always look at puppies. And for that time, Puppies are so cute. They're small. They're little. And one of the questions that I ask is, are you looking for something small, medium, or large? What is uh, medium to you? Because your idea of medium and my idea of medium might be different. But understanding that that a a breed of puppy that you see now that's 15 pounds, less than a year from now (laughs) is going to be 100 pounds. Those kind of things are important to know. So making sure that, you know, if you've got a good adoption counselor, they're going to ask, are you looking for small, medium, or large? Are you looking for um, low, medium, or high energy? You know, tell me what you're looking for. That really helps in, in matching up the right, right temperament and personality to the adopter.
3: Troy, uh, one of the factors people may be considering uh, is the cost of ownership. Uh, and I, we know a lot of our seniors are on fixed incomes. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you counsel people as far as the costs? Absolutely. When you consider puppies, puppies probably have the highest cost because initially they're going to
4: need more vaccinations. They go through, through three rounds of vaccinations initially. Puppy food tends to be a little bit more expensive as that might have the nutrition that they need. As you look at, at older dogs or, or even cats, their vaccinations go down to you know, basically three that they have to have on an annual basis. Obviously, we've got a rabies, and we protect against some of the other things. But you've got a monthly in, in the south, we deal with heartworms. And heartworms are something that, that dogs can get from mosquito bites. And it's we put them on a heartworm preventative every month. It costs about $25. So when you look at adopting a pet, consider the cost. You may have an annual cost of 800 to to 900 for medical care annually so if that's going to be outside of the budget look at something maybe that's more low cost in maintenance and you can go to something as small as, as a beautiful fish that's going to maybe cost you
3: less than a hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. so have we covered most of the things you talk about uh, when you counsel people looking to get pets uh are there you any know, other there's... considerations yeah
4: there's there's one thing I had an experience here recently in the adoption center. And I had this this lovely couple and they were in their 80s and they came in and adopted a dog that was about 2 years old, a smaller dog that was about 2 years old. And about a week later they came in to me and the wife was in tears. She said, "I we've got to give this this dog back. We went home and realized that this animal will probably outlive us. We love this dog, we just we don't want to do that to the dog. And we sat and we had a conversation and I said, you know, any animal that you adopt from the humane society can always come back to the humane society. And that's something you can you can leave in your, your will and say, please, you know, let my animals go back to the humane society and we'll make that happen. And her face just lit up and she said, can we do that Really? and i said absolutely we can make those arrangements for you so that they get to enjoy that time with the animal and kind of relieve some of that pressure from them to think
3: what are we going to do what are we going to do we can make that happen that's so reassuring that's great
2: well i've got to, i've got to jump in and ask a question because you know in our golden years they can be very unpredictable from a hospital stay to family coming in town, or are you going town out to visit, you know, what are some of the tips that people in the golden years that do adopt? What are some of their resources for when they have a hospitalization, or they have to go out of town, or they have family in town and can't quite take care of a dog? What are what do you tell the seniors' class members in those situations, and those folks that want to adopt?
4: Planning ahead. You know just like we do for you know our our final stages we want to plan ahead for that we want to plan ahead for the care of our animals for the different things that we deal with and like you said that could be short-term stays in a rehab facility or um, you know trips visits from family there are a lot of local areas here that do boarding uh, that give senior discounts for boarding when we're doing short-term boarding obviously making plans with families or friends Um, that can watch your pets or come check in. And now even online, there's folks that will come in to your home, walk your pets for you, make sure they're fed, make sure they're taken care of um, at a very reasonable cost. So there's a number of different ways that we can take care of them, finding the best one to suit you, a little bit of research online, uh, and you can make that happen.
2: And I want to interject here because before we go to break, there are a lot of the staff members that I have that work for me that have fur babies. And when they travel, they've utilized some of these pet sitter services online. You get an opportunity to interview the folks and decide whether your pets are going to go stay at their place or they're going to come to yours. So there are always those opportunities to make sure your fur babies are taken care of in those situations where you not might not be able to. So, Russell, it's about time for a break. What do folks need to do if they have a question for Troy or a story of an adoption they would like to share?
1: Absolutely. You can text questions or comments to us at 95920. Or if you'd like to be on the radio this morning, we'd love to hear from you. Number's 918-460-KRMG. That's 460 460- 5764. More senior class live and local right after a quick timeout on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Welcome back to senior class here on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Coming up here in about nine minutes. Your top stories, the KRMG 24 hour Fox News Center. We're following the power outage situation for you. We'll keep you apprised of the latest on that. Remember, if you've got questions for us this morning, you can text us at 95920 or give us a call, 918-460-KRMG. Once again, the chairman of the board for Sunshine Care Partners, Mr. Rusty McMurray.
2: Good morning, senior class. Thanks for tuning in today. We are talking to the good folks from the Humane Society of Tulsa today. We're talking about pets, pets, adoption, and much, much more. But first, I would like to welcome live to our virtual studios, my co-host, Dr. Joe Moore for Moore Funeral Homes. Dr. Moore, once again, thank you so much for putting together a great show for us today.
3: It's great to be on with you, Rustin. It's
2: great to have Troy with
3: us too. A lot of good information today.
2: A lot of good information. I have a quick question for Troy um, about volunteer opportunities. Are there volunteer opportunities, Troy, at the Humane Society of Tulsa that go if that go into play when you don't really want to adopt or foster a pet are there volunteer opportunities for our listening audience today
4: wow that's a great question i appreciate that we have great volunteer opportunities at the humane society and i've got folks that like to just come in and dog or cat experience you know they'll come in and socialize socialization for animals is so very important Um, And I get it across the board from the young kids to the grown folks. We need socialization for the cats, for the dogs. And I've got folks that like to just come in. They'll grab a cat or two and go sit in a room and just give them some love, give them some affection, and that kind of brings a smile to their day. Heck, I've got folks that like to come in on their lunch break and do that, take a pup for a walk, or um, just sit with the cats and and give them some love. So there's some great opportunities to come out and help.
3: And the social connection is so important right now. It really
2: is. Uh, is You know,
3: it's been shown that people have better self-esteem, more optimistic outlook, and even improved cognitive function. And uh, so all those things are very important, having the social connection, which is so important right now during this time of social distancing and uh, so forth that we have related to our society right now.
2: It really is. Troy, could you share with us a couple of stories, one about a successful adoption And then share with us a story about a successful foster situation.
4: Uh, I'll I'll share one with you with the foster situation uh, right off the top of my head. Because we get so many kittens uh, in on a pretty regular basis, um, I've got uh, a lady who is probably in her 70s now. And she is a kitten foster for us. And that's her thing. That's what she does. And when I say kittens, I'm talking about one- to two-week-old kittens, completely bottle-fed. I mean, she's basically being mama. We had a mama come in that had eight kittens. They were all right around probably two ounces. That's that's how big they were. So these were just little itty-bitty kids. She takes them. She keeps them for about six to eight weeks to get them up to weight to where they can be adopted. She also networks them out. Um, to the people that she knows to get them out and adopted. I love her. Um, Janet is an amazing, amazing lady, and she's happy to take them, and she does such a phenomenal job with those kids, and she loves every one of them, and she loves it when they get home. From an adoption standpoint, um, I had a gentleman come in uh, about three weeks ago. He had lost his bride um, about six months before, and – he was ready. He said, I, I need somebody to hang out with. I said, I'm happy to help you do that. And we chatted for a few minutes and he was interested in something that was going to be a little bit smaller. Um, I had a three-year-old dachshund mix puppy. Um, they got to meet. They spent uh, probably three hours in the play yard and just got to hang out with each other and get to know each other. And he smiled at me and said, how did you know? This is absolutely the one. And those kind of moments are the fulfilling moments for us, for me personally. I I love connecting the right animal to the right people. It makes such a huge difference in their lives, and I know it makes an absolute difference in that animal's life.
2: It really does. It does. Russell, we have a text question for our guest today.
1: We do, and it's right on point in light of the weather. It says, how do we protect our outside cat pets in the hot weather? That's a
4: great question. One of the things we want to do is make sure that they have an area where they can get into the shade. Cats do a great job of finding the coolest spot in a yard, but make sure that we've got maybe some small covered areas where they have shade we can, we can do that with even simple pieces of cardboard box, but it gives them a place to have shade closer to the house where it tends to be cooler.
1: And then get, and obviously, obviously get a source of water. Yeah, exactly.
4: Source of water is something that they're always going to be looking for. You know, there's a lot of folks that have community cats. We want to make sure that, that we can get our community cats spayed and neutered so we don't increase the cat population and we can definitely help you do that uh, give us a call at the humane society and we can help you get that done but once you have those
3: cats in the community make sure they're taken care of and we've got a lot of folks who do a great job at that so i imagine one of the questions you asked people early early on is do they want an inside pet or a predominantly outside pet is that is that correct yeah and there's there's not very many people that want just an outside dog there's
4: folks that you know Uh, are looking for maybe that that farm-type dog, they're probably a 10-percenter. So most folks are looking for an inside pet, but that's definitely a question. Um, If I've got a big husky dog and they say, oh, no, this is going to be an outside dog,
0: you know, in Oklahoma that might not be
4: the best thing. Um, As we look at temperatures reaching over 100 next week. Uh, So those are things that we definitely want to consider in our conversations, and that's part of helping people get the right pet for their situation. All
2: right. right. We just have about a minute or so left. So Troy, can you give out the contact information and maybe a brief glimpse of maybe who you have up for adoption?
1: We got like 20 seconds guys. Go for it. Yeah, so it. Let's Absolutely. get a
2: website out and a phone number and tell them that you have pets available today.
1: Well,
4: thank you for having me on the show today, gentlemen. It's been a blast. You can reach us
2: at tulsapets.com
4: That's our website. You can click on the link that says adopt a cat or adopt a dog and see all of the animals that we have available right now at the Humane Society, you can give us a call at 918-495-3647. Our location for the Adoption Center is on 61st and Sheridan. It's kind of right behind the water Burger there. Come see me. My name is Troy. I'm happy to help you find the right pet to
1: meet your needs. And the website, real quick. TulsaPets.com. Couldn't it's be it's easier. <laughs> TulsaPets.com. Thanks for tuning in to Senior Class. We'll see you live and local next week right here on
0: 1023 KRMG. You've been listening to Senior Class Radio with host Rusty McMurray. Thanks for listening. Tune in to Senior Class Radio with Rusty McMurray every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. Until next time, have a great weekend and God bless.